want me to go ahead and start this or because you know Drew is technically our Steve Harvey. I ain't no uh-huh. damn. You about to make me cuss cuss in front of me, man. Get to work, man. I chop it up. I don't want to talk and chop it up. Chop, 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 chop it up. I got my earbuds. Nah, yo, yo. Your brother got the Steve Harvey mustache. That's what it is. That's why I keep it trimmed down so it don't get too thick. Definitely got the Steve Harvey mustache, dog. Uh, Like, (laughs) your mama should have named one of y'all Joe because y'all got that Joe stash. That's what I'm talking about. You know, that's Pops wanted to name us juniors. So both, both, yeah. Glad we this nigga. This nigga was ambitious. Yeah, I'm like, he was gonna name y'all both juniors. Like Joe, Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis, Steve, nigga. <laughs> no, nigga, Joe Lewis. We <laughs> 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 survived. Oh, survived. So, what's good to the people? This your boy Drew here with the Chop It Up Pie. We got a very, very special guest hanging out with us this evening. I'll give my opportunity to introduce himself and then we'll we're gonna jump into some topics but before we do i want to i want to shout out a project that our special guest has just completed and featured us on and we want to plug and make sure y'all go and peep that so man listen bro go ahead and introduce yourself to the chop it up family so first of all can y'all see me when i start talking because i have no clue yes we can see clearly dog Ain't got some bleep in my face and all that other stuff. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I grew up with the fams down there, man. Uh, it's Maine Wilkes, for those who know me from the Ville. It's Trey Wilkes, if you know me latter, in my life. Um, so Drew and them helped me do this documentary, man. It's called Some Call It Home. Uh, the reason for putting together the documentary is just I've traveled a lot of places throughout the U.S. I've probably lived in eight different states. And no matter where I go, uh, you know, people are like, dude, like, you're so dope. You're so talented. And at first I used to be like, man, I'm from this little city called Thomasville, man. Like, what y'all talking about? But then, you know, latter in my life is like, dog, because I'm from Thomasville, that's why I'm so dope. And so um, I just wanted to do something that, show like first of all that we are here you you know like the veil exists it's real you know you might not be able to see it on a national map but you know you can see it on the local you know mm-hmm. and we 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 got some players down there um and 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 not like players as in cheats but like players as in people who can move some things around right and so like man that's just what I wanted to do cuz you know without Growing up the way that I grew up, I wouldn't have been able to navigate some of the spaces that I've navigated the way that I have. So uh, the documentary is out on YouTube. It's called Some Call It Home. Hopefully you guys can share the link in like the description or something. Yeah, can definitely do that, man. Um, yeah, shout out to Maine. Uh, this dude, it's a, it's a line in the five heartbeats where... Uh, they hyping up the the group, and he's like, "What do you guys don't do?" Uh, and that's that's what I think of when I think of Maine. This dude does a little bit of everything really well, uh, and and the the documentary project is just uh, one of those new ventures that he's created. And we were 
fortunate enough to be featured on, you know, chopping it up as we normally do. But he also had some other really, really dope folk that came on as well. So we will include that link in the description. And y'all go and check it out. It's a really, really cool project, man. And I think it, it starts a great conversation for all of us to be thinking about how our home experience has impacted us. We get so many different lessons from home and the people that we interact with in our homes. And I think our conversation today actually will will connect somewhat to that, that same discussion. But before I jump on, jump into the topics, yo, the other Chop It Up squad, man, y'all, you know, say what up to the people. Let us know how y'all been, you know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. Man, I've been good, man. Just working, trying to figure this, this work thing out. Dealing with this internship, trying to get you clinical hours, and I hate it. Um, yeah. The idea of working for free just don't just don't rub me the right way. Uh, mm. But you know, you got to do it. Got to put your time in, I guess. But yeah. other than that, man, I just been I just been chilling, man. Just trying to trying to trying to make a dollar out of fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Especially now, but since you got uh, another youngin, as you would say, about to hop out the young. Yes, sir. Any day now, Doc. Any day. It's like that thing. And so it's we right on the cusp. You, yeah, we right there on the cusp. Wow. Uh, yeah. she the, the official due date is the 26th, but you know, okay. babies come when they want to, man. So it's, yeah. it's possible that she could come earlier or you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So okay. if she hold out to my birthday, that would be kind of dope though. When your birthday? August 4th. Oh man, that's a little too long, brother. Nah, that's a little too long. Then this is the following, it's the following week. You ain't got to carry the baby around. You're right. I don't. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's correct. I do not have to do that. <laughs> but now, nah, you know, if she, uh, but usually that's that's when they like start to induce you. Like if 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 you like a week after your due date is when they're like, okay, we go ahead and and, and make you have this baby. Um, right. So you know, hopefully she on time. But if if, if she decided to wait another week, I ain't gonna be mad. I feel you. I bet you ain't, bro. Uh-huh. You know. But that's what's up. That's what's up. What about you, Monte? Same old, same old, bro. Chilling. What's good with y'all though? My name ain't on the screen like everybody else's name. I feel the type of way. Yeah. Uh, good ass dudes network. I know. Cause we some good ass dudes, man. <laughs> There's no check-in that I have. What's good? Hey, hey, how are you doing? What's up? Hello. You're really, you're really uh, they struggling got, they got with here grinding, in, bro. bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like, I don't, I don't know what to add to that, yo. Like, all right, all right. So we checked in. We ready to go. Look, we got a couple of questions that we want to just walk through and get some perspective. And this is actually befitting because we are right on. Actually, today is the last day of June. June is men's health month so it's cool that we can chop it up about some of these topics because i think it's pertinent to the health overall health of a man so i'm just gonna throw these out anybody can jump in give some insights and we we wanted to incorporate a couple of bros that we knew had some uh philosophical content that they can add man and each one of these homies that's represented is gonna be dropping so many gems, the Zoom call ain't even gonna be able to hold it. You feel me? So <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. This nigga's no gassing, boy. My like goodness. a mug, man. like a mug, man. man. I mean, I got carried away. I I got all the way out there, so I had to keep going. You know, it's, it's innate. 
It's anyway. the free chain, you brother. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, was your idea of manhood given to you by a man? So anyone can can jump in and give some some perspective if that was the case for you. Was your was your idea of manhood given to you by a man? And if, if not, who gave it to you? Well, I'll go ahead and jump in. Um, earlier in my life, my idea of manhood that was given to me by uh, a man uh, or or the men that was around was kind of terrible. It was um, make money, have a lot of sex with women that you don't marry, and as long as you paying for 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 stuff, everything is fine. And to be very aggressive. That that was my early days uh, of what manhood was. Um, nowadays, I ain't gonna lie. I have no clue what I think manhood is supposed to be, um, especially when it comes to the context of being black in America, when it comes to the context of being separated from, you know, our culture, when it comes to the context of creating a culture of our own to even describe what manhood looks like like i ain't gonna lie like my idea of manhood probably changes every day this is why we got you on the podcast man snap that's a loaded it's a loaded question man like you know i i think i think that that's the that would be that would be accurate for 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 most guys though mm-hmm. uh that we don't we don't i mean it's day to day today i'm a you know, I'm gonna have to be a little harsher and tomorrow. I can be a little softer, but is there a consistent in there? I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, the 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 my my for for me, man. I I'm, I've always been old. You know, at heart, always yeah. I've always been an old guy at heart. And so, hanging around older older men, you know, like my uncles and stuff like that, was always kind of my thing. We could be playing football out in the yard. When my uncle Lacey pull up, I'm gone. I'm gone, Doc. I'm leaving. I'm gone. The team wow. uneven. Team uneven like a mug. I don't care. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? And the reason and the reason why was because she would show me stuff that that no that nobody else would. You know what I'm saying? He would he would learn me on things about how to be a man and how to conduct yourself and stuff like that. And he's he's really the one that put in me that you. As a man, you got to work and take care of your family. And if you make a decision to have a family, it's your responsibility to make sure that family floats. Mm-hmm. Um, because you could have made a choice in the opposite direction and not had one. Mm. And so, you know, one of the one of the most memorable moments I had with him was, you know, I asked him how it, how it was that he could do everything because he didn't he didn't go to college. He wasn't like a, a, a an astute guy like that. But the dude can do everything. He was a carpenter plumbing, mm. electrical work, a farmer, all that. Wow. And did it well. So I asked him, he was like, if you can't get a job pushing a pen across a paper, you got to know how to do everything. And so from that, I took, you just got to get out there and go to work. Um, mm. But as far as like the more foundational pieces of being a man, like, you know, from a personal perspective, shit, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle with that every day, you know, like, yeah. like, to keep it hot with you, man. Like I've been struggling here with it recently. You know the conversation that we were having after the last you know, when we did the when we did the um, the the documentary for 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 Trey. It was like 
you guys were like, you know, approaching you, man, was like kind of, ah, this guy ain't, you know, he's definitely not his brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, like, hearing that from y'all and then hearing it from other people, it was like, dang, like, I've always been like that, you know? But, mm, yeah. So it, it, it really kind of challenged me a little bit, you know? So I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I, it's been. It's been a rough. And this week itself has been very challenging with that. With that specific question, you know, we can get more into that later. But it's been very challenging with that one. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy, man. I I thought about this when May came through uh, for the documentary last week, and uh, I've thought about it often. And just our kind of why why the chop it up conversations are so like powerful or have been so powerful. It's been, I mean, yeah, the content has been great, but it's something about the vulnerability that we're able to like experience together. I, I went to Atlanta this this past weekend and was hanging with some some of Shay's friends and like her friends' husbands or whatever, and uh, we was we was chopping it up at this at this club, had a couple drinks, and like was talking. And niggas was just getting like hella deep, you know what I'm saying? Like just talking about very, very vulnerable topics. And I'm like, uh, what like what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah, we had a couple drinks, but I didn't know we was cool like that. But I really think when somebody has had the space to talk with other dudes and also to explore their own like perspective on so many different things. You know what I'm saying? And to get comfortable with extending vulnerability, regardless of how you may be perceived, it's infectious. Like, I think it really, you know, can change, like, the the dynamics of of interactions or whatever. So, you know, sound like Mike is, is... Putting down the hammer right now. My, you my must be on being a man. Oh my god! <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, that's but Monte, what's what's your perspective on on this question? Did you did you where, where did you get your idea of manhood from? So I'm low key piggybacking off of what both of them said in the sense that like yeah, it was niggas around. They, they kind of gave us what their idea of manhood was. You know, we we always joke about it, but. You know, Rose trying to give me a bitch every week, but you know, every what I mean? week, bro. every week, you know. So, um, and that's why I think the, the the question is necessary because it's really a convoluted answer and all of this, man. Like, even the images that we have, I don't think a lot of men are truthfully pushing the buttons, or at least not black men, to like mm-hmm. show us what these multifaceted images of what, what manhood look like, specifically for niggas that look like us. So, man, the only two things that I will say that I've consistently seen amongst men that I respect is consistency and, and adaptability. Mm. That's it. Like, everything else, you know what I mean? Like, it can come along with it, but, like, as long as you are consistently doing what it is that you say you're going to do, and you're able to adapt whenever the shit happens because we all grown as men and we know shit always happens. I mean, you you kind of you ain't golden because life ain't golden, but at the very least, you got your head on straight. So, like, but manhood, bro, it's a very, it's, it is <laughs> like you know just just in just in in thinking about that, man. Like, I I don't even know if it has to be one specific thing, right? Word up. Because because of like what you said, the the whole adaptability piece. There are going to be some things that are going to change the way that you have to move, 
throughout your tenure as a man. Mm-hmm. And so it may it may knock off what you would normally consider status quo. It, it may not be that cut dry, you know. Uh, you you got to adapt, you know what I'm saying? And you have to move with those different currents of life. And so it's going to change the way you act as a man. But I guess, I, I don't, why does it have to be a one specific, this is what a man is, this is what a man is supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, it, mm-hmm. I mean, or does, does it have to be that? I don't think well, you, that it has to be that. The reason why we even get things like that is because, you know, just as a people, we always want to put labels on something, right? You know, like something has to have a name. You, you know, something has to have an a identity so people can cope with it better, right? Um, but mm-hmm. I don't think that it has to have one either. Like, um, I think manhood, especially for a black person, is always evolving or like Monte said, is always adapting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's real. I'm a huge fan of the film director, Barry Jenkins. He directed Moonlight, which was like. Oh, that dude is awesome. That dude is awesome. Mind bending movie for me at the time and then he also directed the underground railroad which is a new amazon prime series that was that was super super powerful as well but moonlight really just kind of like i think put these stereotypes um it exposed these stereotypes about what manhood looks like the main character was he I don't even know if he would have identified as homosexual because there was some time throughout the film where like he was interacting with females. But either way, he, he grew up different and was picked on pretty heavily. Got got it's a like hella fight. See, he, he was raised uh, actually by a dude that was a drug dealer in, in the city. And his mom was on crack, so he he had some, you know, some, some hella disconnects in, like, his family support system. But grew up and actually became, had the look of what we would consider, you know what I'm saying, a manly man. Like, super swole, had the whole beard situation, like, the fresh lineup, the tats, all of that. But had same-sex attraction, and they depicted it. In, in the film uh, on a couple of different occasions. And I think just that picture alone, like this dude doing very, very guy stuff, but on the flip side, having, you know, sexual intercourse with men and, and still kind of like towing the line. And so, you know, I think that that, that kind of allows us to think outside of the box on what does manhood look like? You know what I'm saying? Because that we're talking about what y'all are describing is more like a fluidity of sorts. You know what I'm saying? It ain't. It's not rigid as folks have tried to use to describe it as before, but it can look like so many different things. And I think that that's that's important because you know what I'm saying we're not monolithic. We you know we we represent a whole bunch of different flavors, and, and I think that's kind of the beauty of of manhood and humanity in general. So let me poke the bear a little bit. If you were, uh, yeah, you knew I was going to do it. If you knew, if you were uh, raising your son and your daughter and, and you wanted to tell them, like, you know, what's, what's good about being a man or what's good about being a woman, because there has to be differences in between the two. 
one of them, and, and there has to be intrinsic value in both of them as well in order for anybody to ever relate to it. So I get the whole fluidity because I, I, I did that on purpose, uh, the adaptability piece. And there's one more I wanted to add, and that's responsibility. And that's only because in our society and in the world in general, men are always responsible. It don't matter if like you don't want to be responsible or not. You're going to be held responsible in some form of fashion, whether that be through the law or, or through, uh, you know, poor decisions, making your life even worse. Either way it go, though, you know what I mean? Like to skate, to escape responsibility as uh, a man, and especially a black man, is almost impossible. So mm. I'm, I'm asking here only because I agree but when I hear it, it also makes a claim of like, well, why? Why would I even want to be a man? Get the work, man, to chop it up. I don't want to talk to chop it up. Chop, 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 chop it up. Chop, 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 chop it up.